Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And the same time, check down here in your spirit and see what's happening down there. So she looked across at me and said, I hate my mother-in-law. I said, what happened down here? She said, there's something down there scratching me. I said, yeah, that's your spirit. That's your spirit. And that's the love of God that's been shed abroad in your heart, your heart, your spirit. That's the love of God trying to constrain you. Paul said, the love of Christ constraineth us. That's the love of God down there trying to get your attention. You're just talking out of your head. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Developing the Human Spirit by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Well, this is not the fruit of being baptized of the Holy Ghost, a fruit of the Holy Ghost. This is the fruit of the born-again, recreated human spirit. It's the fruit that grows in our spirits and in our lives because of the life of Christ within. I am the vine, ye are the branches. Well, we're talking about the development of the human spirit. And if we're going to develop, we're going to have to develop in these fruits or this fruit of the Spirit. Isn't that right? Amen. And that means then develop in love. John even talks about being made perfect in love. I don't know anybody that's got there yet, but I sure want to get there. John even talks about, doesn't he, being made perfect in love. In that first epistle, there's a lot said about love in there. I like to feed on First John. Praise God. But remember this. That love, love, the love of God, the Bible said. Now, not not human love. Human love is fickle. Human love is selfish. Human love is just out for what I want, me, mine, I, 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 I. But divine love is unselfish. Read the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians. Again, I think it's to be regretted that the King James translation, they translated that word charity. It's love. And he goes on to tell you about love. I like the amplified translation on it. But you'll read, it would pay every Christian really, particularly if you want to grow in love, just to read every single day for 30 days. The amplified translation of 1 Corinthians 13, beginning with verse 4 and reading down through verse 8. Read the amplified translation. King James translation is beautiful, but Amplified translation makes it more real yet. Read that every day for 30 days, and the more you read it and meditate on it, the more that love that's already in you will grow and will develop. And you need to learn to let that love that's in there develop. Now, notice what he said. I'll read King James. I don't have Amplified here. Charity, well, love. Love suffereth long and is kind. Well, now you see, a lot of people suffer long because they have to, but they're not kind while they do it. (laughs) But love suffereth long is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. 
does not behave itself unseemly. Love seeketh not her own. It's not selfish. Love is not easily provoked. Love thinketh no evil. Love rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things. Love never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. But thank God, love never faileth. Now read Amplified Translation on that. I would encourage you to read that every single day. Meditate on it then for 30 days and see if your spirit hadn't developed in love. We need to learn to let our spirits dominate us, not our natural minds. We need to get our minds renewed with the Word of God as we've been teaching you all right, so that our spirits through the renewed mind can dominate our bodies. I use this illustration in teaching on faith. And teaching there in Mark, the 11th chapter, the 23rd and 24, well, 22 through 26, where Jesus said, have faith in God or have the faith of God. For whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall cut to pass, he'll have whatsoever he saith. Therefore said you what things ever you desire when you pray, believe that you'll receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. And in teaching on the fundamental facts of faith, I pointed out that faith will not work when there's an air of unforgiveness about you. Because he said when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught. And I used an illustration of an experience that my wife and I had. In the month of March 1956, in the western part of the nation, in fact, we were preaching in Vancouver, Washington, not Vancouver, B.C., Canada, but Washington. And there was a, a minister and his wife. I'd met him before at a convention that I'd preached. And they invited us out to eat a little sandwich after church. And we were sitting there in the restaurant eating. And she said, Brother Hagin, you've just got me all mixed up. You've just got me all mixed up and confused. Well, I said, no, I haven't got you confused. You was confused before I got here. The, the light of God's word just showed up the confusion. Well, I had preached and, and in my sermon, I'd used the text that I read to you a while ago. We know we pass in death and life because of other brethren and surrounding scripture in there said, he that loveth not his brother is a murderer and you know no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. And so I quoted that scripture in my message and I don't know how come it is said, reading the spirit of God inspired me to say it. And I quoted the verse, he that hateth his brother is a murderer and I said that means mother-in-law too. And so she said, he that hates his mother-in-law, and that meant she that hates her, her mother-in-law as well as he that hates his mother-in-law, is a murderer. I said, that's right, that's right, that's what the Bible said. What's your problem? She said, I hate my mother-in-law. <laughs> I hate my mother-in-law. Well, I said, well, I can't change the Bible just to suit you. I mean, if you hate your mother-in-law, you're a murderer. You don't have any eternal life abiding in you. I was brought up, you know, my mother and daddy. They were full gospel preachers. They were full gospel pastors. I was born in a, in a full gospel parsonage. I was raised up in the full gospel church. I got saved in an early age and spoke with other tongues. 
went away to one of the leading full gospel Bible schools. That's where she met her husband. And I knew all that. I said, well, I don't care what she was raised up in. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with it, really. I mean, if you hate your mother-in-law, you're a murderer. If you hate your mother-in-law, you don't have eternal life abiding in you. Or if you hate anybody, as far as that's concerned, your dad-in-law, your uncle, your aunt, or outlaw, or in-law, or any other law, whoever it is, it's just that simple. I know it's plain, but it's just that simple. But the real truth about the matter is this. And here's what folks need to see. And I knew it was so with her. She said, well, well, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I saw that I just about drowned her. You know what I mean by that, you know. I was sitting right across the table from her. Look me right in the eye and say, I hate my mother-in-law. And at the same time, check down here in your spirit and see what's happening down there. So she looked across at me and said, I hate my mother-in-law. I said, what happened down here? She said, there's something down there scratching me. I said, yeah, that's your spirit. That's your spirit. And that's the love of God that's been shed abroad in your heart. Your heart's your spirit. That's the love of God trying to constrain you. Paul said the love of Christ constraineth us. That's the love of God down there trying to get your attention. You're just talking out of your head. Unrenewed mind. Don't care if you had graduated from Bible school. Don't care if she and her husband had been out in the ministry. Don't care if they are ordained ministers. Her mind had never been renewed with the Bible, with the scriptures. Don't care if she could memorize scriptures. Don't care if she could quote scriptures. Amen. Preach sermons. Teach Sunday school lessons. Her mind never been renewed with the word of God. And that own unrenewed mind would side in with her body. And her body, through her mind, would control her spirit. Instead of her spirit that's born again, filled with the Holy Ghost and got the love of God in it. He didn't say the love of God's been shed abroad in our heads. He didn't say the love of God's been shed abroad in our bodies. He said the love of God's been shed abroad in our hearts. Your heart, your spirit. Let your spirit dominate you, not your flesh. See, that's where we get in trouble. That's where we get in trouble. People let their old flesh, somebody does something that hurts their feelings and they flare up. And they're letting their flesh dominate. Well, you can't do me that way and get by with it, bless God. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm not going to take that. You notice you said love endureth all things. Don't shout me down now because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> I'm just not going to take that. Love, it said, beareth all things. I'm not going to take that. Well, you see, you're letting your flesh dominate you, and that's what's happened with her and her unrenewed mind. She said, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I said, let that love that's in you dominate you. Let your spirit dominate you. Quit letting your natural mind dominate you. I said, the love's in there. Yeah, she said, something's down there on the inside. I said, let that dominate you. Well, a few nights later, she asked my wife, went through my wife to ask if we had come to the house on Friday night after church. Said, you know, I've invited my sisters-in-laws and my mother-in-laws over for refreshments. And so I said to my wife, yeah, we'll go. And so we went. She slipped around and said to me, said, you're exactly right. I don't hate them. They're good people. They're wonderful people. Love the Lord. She was letting her flesh dominate her. The spirit should dominate us. Our spirits. Our spirit. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
Call now to get this month's special offer. It's the classic DVD, Gathering Up the Spoil by Kenneth E. Hagan. On this power pack DVD from Camp Meeting 1998, Kenneth E. Hagan explains that you're opposed by a defeated enemy and teaches you how to gather up the spoil of the battle Jesus won. Deliverance, salvation, divine healing, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, righteousness, peace, and joy. This timeless teaching DVD is just $14.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Winter Bible Seminar is coming up in February. Oh, yeah. February the 16th through the 21st. It's also worldwide homecoming. From all of the Raymond. schools all over are yes. coming in. In fact, I got a, I got a, a, a message today, a, an email from uh, uh, Keith Higginbotham in Bangkok. Hi. And they're coming and bringing 25 to 30 awesome. with them. Awesome. I know that uh, from the schools in Brazil, they're, they're bringing what? About 300. About 300, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, of course, we got 175 schools and 47 nations. I think it is, but and but Winter Bible Seminar is for everybody. Yes. We just make homecoming out of it. But actually, if you have ever ever had anything to do with partnering with with this ministry in prayer and with your financial gifts. You want to come because right. it's going to on display. See your investment. Yes, yeah, see your on display is going to be all the people from all over, and you had a part in it. That's if you ever right. give one dollar to this ministry, you had a part in that, and I want you to be here. I want you to see it. Tomorrow on Rama for today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, developing the human spirit. Thanks for listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.